Welcome to Sustainably Influenced, the podcast, hosted by me, Bianca Foley. And me, Charlotte Williams. In this podcast, we explore our efforts to making changes to our lifestyle as influencers, to live a more eco-conscious lifestyle, and hope that we can encourage you to make one small change. This isn't just a podcast for influencers. We want this to be a community of people who are trying to do their bit, where we can learn from one another and share our tips. So join in the conversation over on our Instagram, at Sustainably Influenced. Welcome back. Today we're joined by Michelle Scott Lynch, founder of clean curl care brand Buclem, one of my favourite full-time brands. <laughs> uh, so welcome Michelle, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So let's talk about Buclem, how did it start? So Buclem started really from personal need. I um, had struggled with my own hair, um, like when I was a teenager there weren't really any curly role models um around um and the certain the hairdressers didn't seem to know what the hell to do with my hair <laughs> and um I just kind of thought right okay I want to fit in and started straightening my hair from relaxing it from about the age of 19 till I was 30 and then um when I was 30 I read the Malcolm X autobiography and he has this whole like paragraph or chat a section where he talks about um conking our hair and um, it basically he talked about you know in those days they used lye and as we well I don't know if either of you have ever straightened your hair or relaxed your hair but basically that stuff burns your head like fire it's awful and um, you end up with scabs on your head and back then they used lye so it was even more potent and even stronger and basically he kind of talked about it being self-degradation and um, and just a way in which we we kind of lower ourselves to that point where we're actually in physical pain in order to have straight hair to conform to white society. And when I read that, it completely resonated with me. And I vowed from that day forward that I would never straighten my hair again. And I never have. So it all kind of started there. And so then once I was like, you know, about to embrace my curls, it was all about finding products. There weren't any clean products. There were zero. It was like John Frieda Frizzies. And something <laughs> to find in America, but you couldn't always get them or they'd be discontinued. And so I just thought, you know, this isn't right. There's got to be another solution. And then on my 40th birthday, I went to New York and I went to a curly haired specialist salon. And it was the first time I went into a salon and I felt like I belonged. I didn't feel like I shouldn't be there. I didn't leave and tie my hair up and cry. Um, it was just an amazing experience. And I just thought, this is incredible. Why isn't this happening in the UK? Um, and that was a catalyst for me to start creating my own range. That's amazing. That yeah. is, it's really inspiring that you were inspired um, by something so powerful. Um, yeah. yeah, I have actually heard you tell this story before and every time I know I hear it, I'm just like, whoa, um, yeah. which is amazing. So your, um, for you, Mm-hmm. I've noticed that clean ingredients, clean products are really important. And we've seen you use the term clean curl care brand and um, sustainable curl care. So can you talk us through what that really means to you? So I've always um, kind of had a holistic approach to life, uh, particularly medicine. Like I haven't been to a doctor in 20 plus years. My kids have never had antibiotics. Um, so I kind of really, I've always looked for natural approaches to pretty much everything. So when it came to creating a hair care brand, um, the products for me had to be, 
um, as natural as possible. So our range, range ranges from 96 to 99% naturally derived. Um, because for me, it's really important that um, it's good for your hair, it's good for your body, it's not um, harmful or negatively impacting on the environment. Because we know that so much of what we put on our, on our skin and on our hair rinses off in the shower and goes into the oceans. So for me, yeah. it's really important that it worked for us and the planet. Um, and yeah, and also I remember when I was uh, about to start, about to launch and I kind of had, my husband had been reading, I think it was a Naomi Klein book. I can't remember which one it was now, but basically um, talking about um, deforestation and my eldest daughter was really upset about like, orangutans and how in Indonesia so many of the of the of the la so much of the land had been completely destroyed to, in order to grow palm oil um, and it kind of my husband was going he was like kind of talking about it all the time but in a really kind of fearful way and I was thinking well this is great but what can we do about that, <laughs> how can we that rather than just being in the fear yeah and um, and then I thought well if if deforestation is a thing um, and how, how it's impacting the planet maybe we could look at partnering with a charity that helps to re, re to do reforestation and kind of mm -hmm. regrow um and i spoke to my father-in-law who um helped me research a few different charities and he came up with two and i went with this company called trees for the future who basically um so if you buy a full-size uh, product on our website or a travel kit we will basically plant a tree so we kind of partnered with them from the very very start um and yeah i think we've planted something like twenty six thousand trees today oh my god um but the other beauty of that is that um they work with um farmers who they try to basically change and transform their communities and their own lives so they're basically enabling farmers to um to to grow their products but be paid fairly um and empowering them to kind of be the to leave a legacy for their communities so it's kind of, I kind of call it like a 360 um, impact. It, 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 it impacts everybody, the planet and other people's lives. It's just it's incredible to listen to. It's just yeah. to think about it, especially for a hair care brand coming from, I guess, most people would never, ever think of this greater kind of story yeah. behind it. You just see, oh, it's a curly hair product. You're probably thinking somebody had the need like you did wanting a curly hair product, not just all of these amazing things attached to the kind yeah. of background. I mean, you've kind of talked us through your ingredients and, um, and why you're so eco-focused, but your ingredients, the packaging, even your delivery is all ethically um, kind of focused and eco-focused. So can you elaborate on why that's so important to you? Just well, I guess for me, you know, there is business right and there's business for some people which is just about making money mm -hmm. and then there's conscious business where you know I didn't create Buclem to make loads of money I created it because I wanted to empower other people to be able to wear their hair naturally curly um so for me I wanted to, to, to have my business as a conscious business which meant that I was anything that I did I could positively impact others so whether it was you bought our products and it made your hair better um, whether um, you buy our products and we donate to a charity. Um, so we've got two charity partners at the moment. We have Malaika, which is a, um, an amazing nonprofit um, organization run by an amazing woman called Noella, 
um, and she's a she's a model and she is from the Democratic Republic of Congo and she basically created a school there to empower girls there's a, a, a school for girls um, and they she's built wells she's built roads um, so that's another one of our charitable partnerships um, so for me you know I it's really important that we give back you know you 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 receive and you give back and for me that is the circle of life I love I that. Answer, but I hope it does <laughs> no that's so amazing I've just literally written down some words I'm like conscious business positive <laughs> I'm sitting here taking notes I'm like, you're leading us I love it but um, I was going to ask a question around um, packaging. So we, we talk to a lot of founders about their packaging on the podcast, and it's come up time and time again that people are looking for ways to kind of combat using plastic. And it seems to be really difficult to source sustainably and like eco-friendly packaging that actually does what it's supposed to do. How has that been for you? And could you talk us, uh, talk us through what your packaging is made of? Yeah, so... It is really hard and we get lots of um, inquiries from customers basically asking us, you know, can we, can you use aluminium and can you use glass? And we've kind of explored all of those, um, you know, all of those uh, ideas, but fundamentally like aluminium, great, but it's heavy. Once you put stuff inside that aluminium, it's now heavy. So then when you're shipping it to places, it will have an, whilst it may not be creating more plastic, it does mean that you are probably using more fuel if you're shipping it. So it does have an impact on another level. And the same with glass. You know, it'd be great to um, use glass, but again, difficulties of shipping that, it can break, um, yeah. it's heavy. So whilst it has a positive impact on one thing, shipping it makes it that much more um, impactful on the environment if it's going by plane or by, you know, car, etc. cetera. Um, so we, we can kind of, uh, in my my ideal would be to have a at least fifty percent PCR based bottle. Um, so that means PCR is post consumer regrind. Yeah. So you're basically taking yeah. the plastic that's in existence and it's being shredded and it's being remade into another bottle. Um, now that that is my ideal, and I'd say we've got like a sustainable timeline, and that's where we want to be um, by 2025. However, the minimum order quantities. For some, for some of these products are so vast and so big. So for a small independent brand, it's really difficult for us to, to achieve. Um, and it's kind of something that big corporates can do, like eat, for instance, Ren Skincare, one of their, their, their yeah. biggest thing is like they take ocean plastics, but they are owned by Unilever. So the resources that they have available are yeah. far greater than we could ever have. So we have to take baby steps. So when we first launched our, our bottles were just basically HDPE plastic, uh, and then we basically changed to a new type of plastic, which is basically created from the um, the byproduct, the waste of sugarcane. So sugarcane basically helps to um, reduce CO2 gases. Um, it also isn't a fossil fuel, so we're not draining um, the pl the planet of um, its natural resources. So it's not it's not the it's not something to really scream from the hilltops but it is a small step in um the right direction um and so that's what so all our bottles are now sugarcane made from sugarcane hdpe um and there are other people that are doing far greater things than us for sure and i you know i really don't want people to think oh that i'm trying to say <laughs> you know yeah this is what this is great this is what we're doing but you know we're making 
we're being conscious and thoughtful about what we're creating, knowing that we are adding to the problem of creating more plastic, um, but trying to do it in a way that has a, a, the least impact as possible, whilst having goals to be even better. Love that. Especially because it's, so, yeah, it's so difficult to do, the fact that you've been able to find a solution that actually works for you, because I imagine with beauty products, it is quite difficult to find packaging that doesn't allow the product to like seep through or like absorb yeah. into the packaging. So there's a lot that goes behind it. Um, and yeah, the fact that you've taken that step and you've actually found something that works and you've got your goals, I think that's so admirable. And it is, I personally think it is something to shout about because there are lots of brands that haven't even got that far yet and yeah. are waiting on it. So I think, yeah, massive like round of applause for that. Yeah. Yeah, for us it's really important yes. and yeah. I think a lot of people knowing that if you think about how much hair care yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. right. it's it, it does sit quite heavily on me to think how much product I go through and where that product goes and a lot of the, the packaging of the brands that I've used in the past I've not realized aren't recyclable yeah. which yeah. we're not told and when you're looking on the bottles it's really difficult to understand what is and what isn't sometimes. So the fact that we know that if we do buy from you, then we have that kind of safeness where we know that we haven't done anything bad is, I think that's a big tick in itself before even looking at the product. Yeah, exactly. And for such a young brand as well. Yeah. Considering you've only been around, what, how many years now? Six, five, five years. Five years, yeah. And there's, there, there are brands that have been going for a much longer time that haven't even taken the yeah. step so for you to get that in at ground level amazing it's definitely definitely worth a round of applause if you don't want to pat yourself <laughs> <laughs> thank you i mean our unisex range is 10 is made from 10 percent pcr so that is and then obviously we have like our liter size bottles as well which we really encourage people if you you know if you're if you love the products buy the liters because then you're not you're not adding you're not adding buying loads of 300 mils you've got one liter yeah. We've looked at refill pouches, but they're still made of plastic. Yeah. You know, and then you can, we've looked at com compostable stuff, but then there's, you read one thing that says it's, you can do it. And another thing that says it doesn't really work. And it's kind of a minefield, just kind of sifting through the information and trying mm. to work out what is the right step to take. It's, yeah. and think about it, the amount of time that these products spend on a shelf before they're purchased and you've got to think about that, like you said, Charlotte, about things then seeping into the packaging. You've got to have something that's suitable, can hold it for a long amount of time. There's just so much science that goes behind packaging. And we're constantly, it's just a conversation that comes up again and again. Yeah. Glad that we're talking about this. Because I think people think, well, why can't you just do it like this? But there's all these other factors. Yeah. yeah. And not really considered, like you said, the, the impact on the environment when it comes to shipping it or breaking and... Yeah. and again like the storage situation so i just think well done yeah. <laughs> thank you thank you something so early on and i guess so we're coming on to like our final question now i feel like we've flown through today's episode yeah we have and so you have a hair care line and a series of hair accessories and tools so was that was i guess the next like progression for bootlem but what's what's to come what's next so so really, um, it's always interesting when you talk about curly hair within beauty because, you know, it's seen as a niche. Um, and um, whilst it may be a niche, within that niche, there's such a 
diversity of different curls within that. Um, and I think ideally, we, you know, we've got our, our small collection of products, um, but ideally what I'd like Buclem to be is to be a brand where there's at least one product that works for every single one of those, um, you know, every single type of kink curl wave um, and that there's like one holy grail within the range. So we're kind of looking at creating um, some new products. Um, and again, like we've got a new product coming out in, se in um, September. That bottle is completely 100% PCR. So we're still kind of re retaining the thread of sustainability and trying to be um, trying to shop conscious, trying to create consciously and be responsible for um, our personal um, choices um, when mm -hmm. it comes to beauty. So, yeah, we've got lots of exciting things planned for 2021 as well. Um, but yeah, really the kind of main aim is just to kind of make sure that we create this collection of products where there's one holy grail for every single type of um, kink, curl or wave. Um, That's amazing. Yay, yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's brilliant. Um, I'm, I'm really glad that you've said that because everybody kind of thinks curly hair and then I still feel like there's this, this mindset that curly hair is just curly hair, that there aren't different types and different. Mm different porosities different types of curls and things so it would be nice to have something for everyone that's brilliant yeah that you mentioned the liter bottles because i need a top up so i instead of getting the small ones i think i'm going to get the liter ones yes yeah. definitely definitely um, need to <laughs> i need to grab a couple because even my um my stepdaughter's really getting into her hair now care of herself and wants to learn to do things and she got a load of christmas money and stuff and she keeps buying boot clubs so i'm like oh bless her she's getting her little travel kits and stuff and i gave her i gave her the pillowcase and the eye mask and she wears them every night and she says so she's been trying different products to see what works and she's gone through a range of different things but she keeps coming back to boot club but bless her she was like she's like you to buy me some because I don't I'm going to get her the litre bottles and it will last her ages yeah it will I mean honestly like the litre okay. curl cream like obviously between I've got me and my two curly girls and that lasts us forever and then the intensive moisture treatment perfect that lasts forever too I do yeah. find that your products last for a really long time <laughs> I've had some of my because I use the curl cream as a refresher. So yeah. I would use it um, like on day two and then every day after that until I wash my hair. So like between <laughs> day two and 10. Um, and I've been using the same bottle. I opened a new one a couple of months ago, but it's like you don't need that much product. And I think that's yeah. a really good thing with your, with your products. I don't know what magic you've put in the ingredients, but I found that you don't need a lot, even with the gel. So I use the Superhold Styler. Mm -hmm. That really works. And I've said many times, works really well with my hair. And for me, that is like, I had to, when I figured out what was in Eco Styler, as an example, and yes. I found out how bad it was for you, I was like, oh my yeah. God, I'm never going to find anything that can actually like slick my hair back and also help me have oh, natural curls. And then yeah. you brought out the Superhold Styler. And I was like, okay, don't worry. It's fine. <laughs> We're under control. <laughs> But again, that you need, I filmed a video with it um, a couple of weeks ago, which I need to edit, but you don't need a lot to slick back my whole yeah, head. Yeah. I have a tiny head, but to slick it all back, it's like the tiniest like dollop. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. how am I using so, so little when with other brands, I have to literally like slather yeah. it on. So that's yeah. a really good thing as well. I guess you're getting a lot of bang for your buck because you don't need to use that much. 
no exactly and that's the other thing you know like a lot of the other thing is that with our products and a lot of other hair care products they, they normally come in 250 mil and ours mm. are 300 mil so mm. you know that was that was a conscious decision because i know that curly girls use a lot of products so you know <laughs> let's make sure yeah. that we give them enough and keep make it value for money but conditioner yeah. is a hot commodity in our house you can't yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> yeah exactly exactly i have to hide mine between my boyfriend and my stepdaughter i'm like no yeah, <laughs> my boyfriend uh -oh. <laughs> i mean my so, my so my eldest i remember when she came home from her trip to peckham with her eco style i was like what, what <laughs> oh my god <laughs> what is going on here but actually i think she's come through that phase I'm, it's kind of it's kind of hard because you're kind of sitting there going i know how shit that stuff is yeah <laughs> and you're using it and, and you've got all this stuff at home but she kind of she's moved through that and i think she's not she stopped buying it now so, did yeah. you also have a feeling of do you know who i am <laughs> yeah <laughs> like have you met me before your mother the oh, founder of me, honestly internationally but... known hair care brand Buclem. <laughs> yeah, i know no, it doesn't doesn't wash when it's just your mum. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, but this was amazing. Thank you so so much for joining us today. It's always yeah. so lovely to hear about your story and also little tidbits of what's coming up. So that's really yeah. exciting. Um, so if we were to find you on social media and the internet in general, where can we? look you up so you will find us on instagram and facebook as at buclem and we are at www.buclem.co.uk perfect so that's where you need to go to get your hair care products yes indeed. <laughs>